Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking care of business. We are in the first uh, first, I get, first full week of October, I believe. It's the first week of October. Right? Which means the Easter stuff be coming out soon in the stores. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually saw, I saw Christmas stuff the other day. I was walking around, uh, I don't remember where I was, in Target or something like that, and there was Christmas stuff out. I'm like, y'all, surprised. I'm like, y'all, we've got Halloween first. Then we've got Thanksgiving. You seen the, the, the uh, comedy strip with a... The turkey's kicking Santa Claus going, to smile, holiday, fat boy. Yeah, not, not, not your turn, fat boy. Yeah, yeah. listen, listen, listen. If you've ever met he and I, you understand that we... Um, food is very important to us. Yeah, we understand the importance of food, and we appreciate a good meal, okay? I don't appreciate people skipping over Thanksgiving like that. We appreciate a bad meal. <laughs> yeah, I, I just appreciate any meal. But I don't appreciate people just skipping over Thanksgiving like that. Now, I, now, I love Christmas. Okay, I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. But I love Thanksgiving lunch too. And so I, I don't know I don't appreciate the disrespect of just skipping over it like that. If there's anything better Thanksgiving night, the left the cold pe- leftovers, taking oh. two pieces of dressing, your mama's homemade dressing. Yep. And putting two pieces of turkey in between it and making that turkey sandwich. And maybe put a little bit of gravy on top. Oh, oh my heavenly father. Oh. Mm. We might, need, we might little, need to go ahead and head out right now. It's a little known fact that that was one of the gifts to Jesus at the manger scene. If that had been the Last Supper, I don't think it would have been the Last Supper. I think there may have been some negotiating. Frankincense is Latin for turkey sandwich. <laughs> turkey sandwich. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that. You're not as well educated as I am. I did, you know, I, I did. It's okay. That's all right. I did not. Let's face it, I, I was there. I, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh God! You know, I leaned over and asked Mary, "You gonna eat all that?" <laughs> you know, it's times like this that that I think about my my own salvation, and I think, "Oh, well, I, I, I hope the Lord has a sense of humor because if not, I am I am in so much trouble." Yeah, I'm afraid I'm gonna get up there and he's gonna look at me and go, yeah, "Just t- want to let you know." You're not that funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna get up there and he's gonna be standing there and crossing his legs, tapping his foot, and say, "Turkey, really?" Or he's gonna say. You know, I have a side job with the IRS. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I can't get away from I thought this was heaven. <laughs> oh, man. What are we talking about today? Yeah, that was, I, I like that start after last week. This is a much, a much uh, today's a much, uh, a much lighter show, a much lighter start. Um, before we get into what we're talking about today, let me introduce ourselves. My name is George Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the dream. I'm still getting used to that. Uh, yeah, me too. Basically, you want to have that low, low standard. <laughs> My name is Tommy Pate. I, too, am a certified financial planner with yeah, the Jersey yeah, Group. Yeah, you're, I've been one since 2005, which is much, much longer. Yeah, you're certified. Um, we are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aiden, North Carolina, which is right outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252 252- Three zero four one zero one nine. Again, that's two five two three zero four one zero one nine. Or you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that we rotate on it. It has our contact information as well as our physical location. Uh, it has links to our social media, um, to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and our YouTube channel. Uh, it has a place if you have a question or want to set up an appointment with us. There's just a little form you fill out with your information and your question, and we'll be in touch with you. Uh, it has links to uh, – there's a page for our upcoming events, and I believe it's uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be next week, right? Yeah. yeah. Next Monday. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my days right, yeah. Um, 
that's our retirement seminar and Social Security and Medicare workshop in uh, uh, oh I'm sorry Social Security and Medicare seminar and retirement workshop it's a two night event. Um, so next week here in Greenville. Uh, and last but not least, it has links to the podcast, Taking Care of Business. We're on 19 different podcast platforms. So uh, pick your favorite platform or whichever one has the prettiest logo. Just depends on what you're feeling that day. Um, what are we talking about today? I have no idea because after my diatribe last week, this is your show today. <laughs> we are talking about Medicare today. A little bit of a lighter subject. Um, Medicare, Medicare. Which is an excellent thing to talk about being as that I am turning 64 next month. Yes. So I'm one year away from grabbing onto the government utter. <laughs> <laughs> very, uh, very well, very well said. I thought so. Uh, I got a call from a client the other day that, uh, that, that I had done some Medicare work for, uh, last year, two years ago. Um, that needed just needed to make a change. Uh, the the premium on the their plan had gone up dramatically, and it was no longer uh, it was no longer covering, or it was it was now overkill for what they needed it for. Uh, they were paying too much for what they needed the coverage for. Um, and it, and and you know, I told him, I said, "All right, perfect. Uh, you're about two weeks out from Medicare uh, open enrollment season. What's that?" Uh, it, it, Medicare open enrollment season happens every year from October the 15th to December the 7th. So about a 60 October day, 15th to what? December the 7th. So November and next year when I'm 65, I'll need to enroll in Medicare then? Uh, yes, but you have a initial enrollment period and that's, we'll, we'll talk about all of this. I certainly hope so. Yes. Um, anyway, open enrollment periods coming up. If you, this may not be applicable to everybody listening, but it will, it will be one day. So, um, because I got a question about it or somebody called me about it and it's coming up, I just wanted to talk about Medicare. So today is going to be a spark notes, cliff notes, kind of accelerated version of what Medicare is, each of the parts and how you sign up for it. Um, if you're driving, please pull off the road now. So that you don't, so that you don't fall asleep. Yeah. I will try to make this as interesting as possible. It's, 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 my goal when I talk about Medicare with people is to try and, and break it down into the individual pieces so that it's understandable. Uh, at the at the end of when I'm when I'm helping people get their Medicare set up and everything, by the end of the time we that we're talking, most of the time people are like, "Man, that wasn't really 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 wasn't that hard at all." And it's not. Medicare is not that complicated, but as you approach sixty five. You get all this stuff in the mail. I mean, you see all these commercials, you get all this stuff in the mail, you read all this stuff online, and it's hard to figure out what's true and what's not, or or, or it's hard to uh, discern what you need to know from the, the sea of information. So first, we're going to talk about what Medicare is, what each of the parts do, just very, just, you know, kind of a condensed version. So there are four uh, four Medicare parts. You'll hear part A. You'll hear part A through D, part A, B, C, D. All right. Part A is your hospitalization. That's your big stuff. If you um, need to have a, a serious inpatient surgery, that's what Medicare part A covers. Um, it covers hospital stays up to a certain amount of time. It covers nursing home care for a certain amount of time. It covers nursing home care for the first 20 days completely. From day 21 to day 90, you have a copay. I think it's like a 20% copay per day or something like that. Um, and then the from day 91 or from day 91 on, you're liable for it. Um, you have a lifetime reserve of 30 extra days so uh, that that Medicare will will assist paying. And so you could have up to 120 days that Medicare is either paying for completely or helping you pay for in a nursing home. Um, so there's that. Uh, it also pays for hospice care. Um 
any durable medical equipment, I think is the terminology they use. If you have to have like a hospital bed or something in your house, it helps pay for that. Um, so that's part A. Part A is the big stuff. Part B is everything else. Uh, part B is your um, regular exams. It's your physicals. It's your blood work. It's uh, if you have to get blood, it pays for that. Uh, pays for outpatient surgeries. Um, oh, let's say part A. Part B is so all encompassing. I always tell people it, with the Medicare handbook, don't bother reading it. Uh, I, I've read through it, and it was a an absolute nightmare to read through it. It was incredibly boring because it is so all-encompassing. Uh, very informational, but very boring. So what I tell people is that if you're ever wondering if something is covered, use the handbook as a reference and just search up whatever it is. Because if you're having any sort of uh, test or exam done for your health, uh, Part B probably covers it. There's very little that it doesn't cover. Uh, it doesn't cover any sort of like cosmetic work or anything unless it unless it doesn't cover cosmetic work unless it's due to like an accident or something like that. Um, it also doesn't cover vision or dental, and that's uh, one of the things that people people. Um, kind of hesitate about when it, when it comes to Medicare because there's some people that really need that vision and dental care. There are some other options, but Part B doesn't cover that. So that's Part A, Part, part, part A and Part B. Part A is your big stuff. Part B is everything else, your little stuff. Um, and then we come to Part D. I'll jump back to Part C in just a second. And you'll understand why. Part D is your prescription drug plan. I remember D for drug. Um, part D plans uh, can range from like $20 a month to upwards of three or $400 a month, just depending on what you need. Uh, for most people, they tend to, most people tend to fall towards the cheaper end or, or somewhere in between. It's, it's pretty rare that I see somebody that needs to pay $400 a month for prescriptions. One thing that you want to balance here, and, and as much as this pains me to admit it, the Medicare is one of the few things that the federal government does well. It's a it's a very it's a very good program. It's a a a fairly efficient program. And I again I understand that federal government and efficient don't go in the same sentence. But um, the Medicare website's really great when it comes time to to start looking into this stuff because they've got a great tool that'll help you compare all these drug plans. You can see exactly what you're going to pay. You can put in your drug, your the drugs that you take, and it'll show you what you pay per month per drug. So you can see if something is covered. Um, there's kind of most of the time there's kind of two scenarios. You either have somebody that takes very few prescriptions or none, and they can afford to pay out of pocket for the drugs because the drugs don't cost that much. And in that scenario, you want a really cheap drug plan. I mean, you want a, you want one with a good company, but you want a cheaper premium, like twenty or thirty dollars a month, because you don't want to pay so much in premium that you're paying more than what the drugs would just cost out of pocket. All right. Let's compare that with somebody that's on some really specialized heart medicine or, or, or whatever it is, let's just say. Um, they would want a higher premium plan to cover that expensive drug. Like, let's say the drug is $3,000 out of pocket a month. All right, you, you'd be willing to pay $400 a month to avoid paying $3,000. So um, Medicare Part D is is incredibly subjective as far as what your needs are. Part A and Part B are, are standardized. Everybody has the same Part A and Part B coverage. You don't you don't have to pick which one you want. You just get it. Part D is really when your specific situation comes in. All right. 
Then there's Part C. Part C, or you'll hear it referred to as Medicare Advantage. Uh, and I'm sure if you watch TV or, or get stuff in the mail, you'll see uh, you'll see about Medicare Advantage a lot. If you see Medicare Part C, that's the same as Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage is kind of the uh, the happy meal of Medicare, so to speak. It, it bundles A and B together, and sometimes Part D. Uh, the biggest difference between uh, Part C and a ri- what's called original Medicare, which are just the pieces by themselves, is that Medicare Advantage often covers vision and dental. Um, and so if that is a, a major concern for you, Medicare Advantage is your way to go. I'm personally and professionally, I'm not, or I, I'm not personally, I don't have to deal with it right now. Professionally, I'm not a huge fan of Medicare Advantage. Uh, Medi- Medicare Advantage plans fall under a PPO or an HMO, uh, which means that there's a network of doctors or, or providers that you can visit within your geographical area. Okay. Um, if you go outside of the network, you either pay more for this service or, or Medicare doesn't pay anything at all. I'm just not a big fan of being, of being restricted on who I can go see for my healthcare. Like if, um, if I've had a, a a primary care physician for 20 years and I've got a great relationship with them, I really like working with them and um, that they just they work and I go into Medicare Advantage and all of a sudden they're not covered by the PPO or the HMO. Well, now I've got to find a new doctor. I just don't like the restriction. Um, again, there's really specific situations where Medicare Advantage would work and would be better for somebody, like if somebody does need vision or dental. But most of the time, people just tend to fall into the the original Medicare category. Um, should you, I mean, I'm not, hadn't started getting this mail yet, but I'm sure I will. What should you look for or look out for when you start getting the flood of mail in your mailbox about Medicare, Medicare supplements, that kind of thing? All right. Um as far as the the stuff about like your normal Medicare stuff, honestly, you can just throw it, you can just shred it and throw it all away. Um, it's just not uh, most of it. Most of it you don't need to know because it won't be specific to your situation. It'll just be general information. Uh, the Medicare supplements do get a little bit tricky, and that's we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, the major thing that you want to look at when you're comparing like a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Part D plan is like i've said you're what do you need it for what is your specific need and how much should you pay for it um again if you're taking a really specialized drug that's expensive out of pocket you're going to want more coverage um honestly most of the mail that people get is is just overwhelming and it doesn't do a good job of describing what the stuff is if a normal person were to look at their mail that they're getting about medicare they would be pretty hard pressed to make sense of it and come to a conclusion about what they what supplement or whatever they need from the mail um this sounds incredibly self-serving you're better off just calling somebody like me um that sounded incredibly self-serving it did but but i mean that that's just the fact of the matter is you're better off calling either somebody that deals exclusively in supplements or somebody like me. I mean, I don't deal exclusively with Medicare, but I but I'm I'm licensed to deal with it. Excuse me. Um, on that topic, let's talk about Medicare supplements. That's the 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 fifth piece of the puzzle, so to speak. A Medicare supplement is not actually insurance coverage, contrary to popular belief. It it does not pay for services it, or it doesn't cover specific services a medicare supplement or a medigap you'll often hear it referred to as medigap or medicare supplement 
pays for the things Medicare does not. It covers the gaps that Medicare does not pay for. So like um, with your Part B, uh, you, you've got a deductible with Part B. All right. You got a copay with Part B and Part A. All right. Your Medicare supplement might pay for that, that deductible or that copay. Um, it might help pay for some of the nursing home costs. Um, it might pay for cost of pints of blood or whatever. It's just designed to cover what Medicare does not pay. Um, the major thing that, and, and everybody needs a Medicare supplement. Again, not insurance coverage, just designed to cover those holes where Medicare stops paying because Medicare only pays. The way that Medicare works is when you go into, uh, to have a service done or whatever and you hand your Medicare card over to the hospital doctor or whatever, um, Medicare has a certain amount that they approve, which means that they will only pay up to that amount. All right. Anything above that amount, you're responsible for. Now, most of the time, the um the doctor's office or whatever will just accept whatever medicare is going to pay them because they're just quite frankly they're just happy to be getting paid because a lot, a lot of the time they don't get paid anything people just don't pay them yeah, i don't and, think people realize how how um big an issue that is yeah what not paying for health care yeah, yeah it's 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 it's, it's, it's because doctor's offices and hospitals can't go after people for not paying their medical bills um and so a lot of times they just don't get paid anything. And so typically when Medicare says this is what we'll pay, the doctor's office said we'll take it because they just they know they're going to get paid something. something. Yeah, exactly. But let's say there's a situation where um, I've got I had a procedure done that's going to cost me three thousand dollars and Medicare says, no, we're only going to pay two thousand dollars for it. And the doctor's office says, well, I, I'm sorry, I've got to charge three thousand. All right. Now I'm liable for a thousand dollars plus my copay, plus that 20% copay on top of it, all right? The, if I've got a good Medicare supplement plan, it will pay for that $1,000 and my copay. And a Medicare supplement will typically run you on the high end, oh, about anywhere from 110 to $120 a month. And, uh, you know, some people are like, well, that's, that might be a lot of money to pay just to maybe use it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. But would you rather pay... Twelve or fifteen hundred dollars out of pocket, or pay a hundred and twenty dollars every month. You know that's why you but you don't buy insurance because you think something's going to happen. You buy insurance. You buy insurance to protect yourself if something happens. I mean, you're not you're you're not uh, you're not you're hedging your bet with uh, insurance. You're not gambling with it. So uh, don't get too caught up on that. Um, so those are the those are the parts of Medicare that everybody needs to have. Everybody needs a everybody needs Part A, and you're automatically enrolled in Part A if you qualify. If you have, uh, I think it's ten quarters of of working, which everybody, if not everybody, not everybody, everybody but, yeah. I think like ninety, I think it's like ninety seven percent of the the United States that is on Medicare doesn't pay a a premium for yeah, Part you, A. Yeah, you almost have to try not to, not to qualify. It's, it's very difficult to not qualify for Medicare Part A, all right? And and so there's no premium with that. Part B has a premium. Uh, you got to sign up for that. Um, and I tell people, if, if you're still actively working and covered under an employer plan, you don't have to sign up. You can you can delay it and, and not pay a penalty. If you choose not to sign up for Medicare Part B, and you don't have other health and you're not covered by like an employer plan. There is a penalty to the premium, um, a monthly print for every month that you could have had Medicare Part B and didn't. The premium permanently increases. So I tell people, look, unless you're working, just go ahead and sign up for it and be done with it. Same thing with Part D for every month that you could have had Part D coverage and didn't. There's a permanent uh, increase 
to the premium. So I tell people, look, I know you don't need a plan. You don't take any prescriptions. You're in perfect health. You run 800 miles a day. I don't care. Just just get it. Get the cheapest plan that you can. Because much like buying life insurance when you're young, you're protecting your insurability. You're buying it now so that you can have the lowest premium possible. Um, because okay, let's say that the pre- the let's say the penalty is ten percent a month. Okay, Nate, you're buying a, a twenty dollar a month premium. All right, ten percent of twenty dollars is two dollars. That's no big deal. Let's say two years down the line, you've got to have uh, the major prescription that costs three thousand dollars out of pocket. All right, now you now you need a plan that costs four hundred dollars a month, but you still got that ten percent penalty. And so instead of it being a two dollar penalty, now it's a forty dollar penalty. So just go ahead and get it all done all at one time. How do you sign up? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Well, I was going to bring that up. Well, how do you sign up? <laughs> so there are three ways to sign up, and I'll only cover the I'll only cover two today because we're kind of running out of time here, and I could go on this for a lot longer. Um, the two major ways people sign up for Medicare they have what's called an initial enrollment period. The initial enrollment period is seven months. It starts three months prior to the month you turn 65. So this time next year, I'll be able to do it because yeah. I'll be one month away from being 65. Yeah, you you'll actually be able to do it starting in uh, August if you want. I need to make sure I'm alive. And if only you knew somebody that could assist you with that. Well, being Um, alive. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of looking for that person, too. (laughs) So you have an initial enrollment period that begins three months prior to when you turn 65. It includes the month you turn 65. And it includes the three months after you turn 65. Now, don't wait until the three months after because you won't have coverage. Okay, go ahead and get it done as quick as you can. Um, The way that Medicare coverage works, when you sign up, your coverage starts the first day of the month you turn 65. So even though you don't turn 65 until November 11th of next year, mm-hmm. if you are signed up by November 1, your coverage begins November 1. You are officially on the government utter at that point. Um, Good. So it starts the, the – I'm the, very excited about letting <laughs> the government pay something for me. <laughs> so it starts the first day of the month you turn 65. All right. That is that is how most people will sign up for Medicare. All right. Let's say that um, now you're on Medicare and uh, a year later something with your health has changed and you need to make a change to Medicare. You need to either swap over to Medicare Advantage because you've got a lot of really high vision bills that you need coverage for, all right? And original Medicare won't cover that stuff, okay? Or you've got a change in your health where now you've got a prescription and need uh, drug, need a higher a level of drug coverage or prescription coverage for that. Every year from October the 15th to December the 7th, so what, we're about uh, two weeks out from from everybody getting bombarded with commercials and ads and mail from about open enrollment period during the open enrollment period once a year you have the opportunity to change from to change from original medicare to medicare advantage or from um uh, or change your prescription drug, drug plans you can kind of move around or change your supplement plan during that uh, what 60 day or 45 day period whatever it is you can change it you can only do it once a year though so when you make a change during that time you can't go back two weeks later and change it again so um and medicare is a very dynamic thing much like other forms of insurance it's very dynamic it's not just a set it and forget it um it's something that you kind of have to monitor and keep track of and say okay um my health situation has changed or, Oh man, like the, the guy that called me the other day and said, uh, said, Hey, I just noticed this. Sorry. I'm just now calling you. I just noticed this. My premium, uh, for this plan went from like 
I think it was $23 to $67. And he's in pretty he's in fantastic health, just takes like a uh, a maintenance like a cholesterol pill or something like that something that costs him like 30 bucks out of out of pocket a month or something like that i mean it's very he does not need a really overarching plan and so i said perfect we're about two weeks out we'll get together and shift you around so um that's medicare that's a very condensed version of medicare so i'll run through everything that we just talked about very very quickly as we're winding down got about a couple more minutes left so um what is medicare part a big stuff big procedures inpatient uh stays uh nursing home care for a certain amount of time um all your big stuff part b everything else covers your exams physicals blood work whatever the case may be um part a part b everything else Part D is your prescription drug plan. Remember, D for drug. Part C is the combo meal. It's the, instead of the cheeseburger, fries, and drinks separately, you get all of it for one price. Um, again, the biggest thing about that is that it, it, most Medicare Advantage plans cover vision and dental. So if that's important to you, take a look at that. Um, if you've got questions about this, because I know I'm throwing a ton of information at you, if you've got questions about this or uh, you're going to be going on Medicare soon and just need some help, navigating it and figuring it out give us a call 252-304-1019 again 252-304-1019 i've been doing medicare for uh about three years now and so i know i I know medicare in and out that's not a brag that's just a i've read the medicare handbook inside and out and it's very easy if you just break it down into the individual pieces so i'd love to sit down with you and help you navigate through it so it's not quite so overwhelming um it is a government program after all. It is, yeah. But if you break it down to the pieces, really not that bad. And like I said, as much as it pains me to admit it, they run it very well. It's very uh, user-friendly and easy to navigate. So I will so. not have to move in with you in a year then? No, you will not. Good. So. Good. All right. Hear the music in my ear. So my lecture is over. I appreciate y'all letting us spend some time with you today. I hope you have a great rest of your week. We look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking, Taking care of business. business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC registered investment advisor.